This is for Rachel, you big, fat, white, nasty-smelling <laughs> fat bitch. Why did you take me off the motherfucking schedule with your trifling, dirty, white, racist-ass, big-ass bitch, oompa-loompa-body-ass bitch? I will be coming up there, and I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> Welcome back to the Silver Claw Review. I'm Madison. I'm Daya. And I'm Ryan. And today we have another special guest for you guys for our third House Saga series, which is Ravenclaw. Woo! It's my time to shine. Very excited for you, babe. You get it this time. Um, but of course, before we start, we'll do our little spell and character of the episode. So get it if I go? Yep. All right, perfect. Our character of the episode today is Padma Patil. She is first mentioned in Sorcerer's Stone. Padma Patil is a Ravenclaw student and the twin sister of Parvati Patil. In Goblet of Fire, she attends the Yule Ball with Ron Weasley. And then in Cursed Child, there is an alternate timeline in which Padma and Ron have married and are the parents of a son named, I might say this wrong, I'm going to apologize in advance, Panju, I think is how I say it. Okay. But... Little fun facts about Padma today. Alrighty. The spell of the episode is Ferula, which is a healing spell. Um, this spell can also be classified as a conjuration because it is used to bandage and splint broken bones. The etymology of Ferula is that in Latin it means rod. The magical moment for this spell is that in Prisoner of Azkaban, Remus Lupin uses this spell to splint Ron's broken leg. Solid. Yeah. Makes sense. That it's like rod. I was thinking, I was like, that sounds like a bone. Yeah. I, was th- I think I'm thinking of like femur or something. Yeah. So that's it, what I thought I it was. I feel like you could. The F-E. It kind of gets there. Yeah. Yeah. But on to our special guest, Ryan. Welcome to the pod. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. We're very happy to have you. So Harry Potter is obviously the gist of our podcast. How are you with the fandom? Yes. No. Um. I... No, like, maybe, maybe the bare minimum about Harry Potter. <laughs> like, maybe. Um, I know, like, enough, I feel like, to, like, conversate. Maybe. I guess we'll find out. But, um, yeah. It's just, like, yeah, my knowledge is very minimal. Have you read the books ever? Can't say that I have. Have you watched the movies ever? I've seen, like, maybe two. Like, the first two? Valid question. That's yeah. a good question. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> keep Maybe. being curious. Keep asking questions. <laughs> okay. Solid. At the very least, can you tell me who the main character is? Oh, Harry. Oh, perfect. What's his last name? Potter. Yeah. Nice. He's a genius. That's perfect. We're good yeah. to go. Thank you. I have all of your info that you sent me beforehand. So your Ilvermorny house is Thunderbird. Yes, me too. Finally. Nice. Someone else. We've had a lot of Puckwudgies in here. Yeah, Puckwudgie. Uh, Thunderbird's favor adventurers and... It represents the soul of a witch or wizard. So, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think we also have a, a sick-ass name. Yeah. And a thunder really bird. cool animal. Like, every time it flaps its wings, wings thunder comes out somewhere. Wow. Yeah, okay, right? wait, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I cool like that one. a lot. It's in um, the Fantastic Beast movies, if you ever decide to see those. Mm. The third one specifically. Is yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, your wand is a fir wood wand with unicorn core, ten and three quarters inches, and unbending flexibility. The firwood is excellent for transfiguration. It prefers a decisive and confident owner, and they are also called the Survivor's Wand and, fun fact, Minerva McGonagall's Wand. 
was made of fur. Mm. The unicorn core is pretty common. It creates reliable wands that are extremely loyal and moralistic. It's extremely difficult to use for the dark arts, and it does require proper handling or it can die. Um, it may also produce less powerful magic than other substances used for cores. Um, the 10 and 3 quarters inches, that's actually like the shortest wand that we've had so far. Um, most wands are 9 to 14 inches, so yours is a bit closer to the shorter side. And shorter wands choose witches or wizards who wish to produce more refined magic. Oh. Does oh, like that accurate to you, all of them? I think so. I mean, I feel like that sounds like me. Except yeah. for the decisive part. I was I about like to say, I'm, I'm like... very <laughs> indecisive. Yeah. Yeah. It also says you have unbending flexibility, which is funny because that's like supposed to be a reflection of your adaptability. Mm-hmm. So it suggests that you're just not adaptable at all. That's fair and real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to agree. All right. Like, I have a unicorn hair, core here too, so that's two yeah. things we have so in common So does now. Draco. Draco has that core. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're special. He's the one with the um, really blonde hair. That yes. The one, yeah, wow. I'm proud of you. Yeah. A plus. You get a sticker for Thank that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now onto the fun part, because your Patronus is a rat. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I took the quiz, and I was like, you have to be kidding me. A rat? Of all... Like, I don't know what the things could be, but, like, a rat? Come on, you know? I actually had a rat the first time I took it when I was, like, eight, uh-huh. and I also hated it. And then when we were about to start this podcast, we were like, we should retake it, because, like, we're older now. We've definitely, like, matured, aged a little bit, and we took it again, and I got a much better one the second time. But mm. I did originally have a rat, and I did do research on, like, why it's not that bad. I was trying to make myself feel better. So I think you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, rats are very intelligent, clever, and goal-oriented. They can be headstrong and extremely hard workers as well. Okay. So there Not you bad. go. Those are good qualities. Okay. Um, despite their timidness, rats are also known to be stubborn and full of devious ways as Devious well. ways? Would you what? consider yourself devious? I mean, maybe in some aspects I can consider myself devious, but I don't think like I'm an innately devious person. Yeah. That's valid. Know. It's interesting, too, because, you know, obviously Peter Pettigrew, rat, and then... I wouldn't ever associate you with being similar to him. Because isn't it, is it canon that your Patronus is also your Animagus form, or is that just a coincidence with James and them? Is that not canon? I thought it was, but apparently a lot of things I think are canon aren't, so oh. I don't know. If it is canon, then Peter Pettigrew's Patronus is, would also be a rat, then, okay. which again is not at all how I see you, so that is interesting. We'll put a pin in that, because I believe it's canon, but we can look that up for next yeah, time. Yeah, we'll have to find out. Yeah. And then, who is your favorite character, Ryan? Okay, I gotta go with my girl Hermione. Nice, that's Good a choice, solid, choice. solid choice. I like her. She is nice. I like the part where she's like, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. You know, like, it's just like, I like The her. iconic line, yeah. She's cool, yeah. She is cool. She was, I think we both also said she was our favorite, no? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. we're all in agreement on there. Hermione is a badass bitch. Love mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Or should I say badass witch? But, um, <laughs> whipping out the jokes early i like it thank you that was good yeah and that's all the info i have from you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. fun does he not do you not have a comfort character this was listed as idk oh okay <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't know i guess that makes sense Maybe if like... you're not like attached if you haven't read the books and stuff i guess it's yeah. difficult yeah. to find a character that if you would if you don't have like an unhealthy for. emotional attachment to the series i feel like you don't need a comfort right character. You have a good way that she just called <laughs> out on our own podcast i'm loling no. okay that's valid that makes sense yeah I, maybe like ron weasley maybe i don't know okay he's like 
Which is a funny guy. That yeah. would be that's such fair. a fun choice. Yeah. If that is your, if that is your comfort character, that's fun. I, I feel like, like I just, I see myself in him. I was literally about to say, like, I can see you a little bit yeah. in Ron. Yeah. 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 Yeah, cool. We'll go with that, though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, on to my portion. I have some Ravenclaw fun facts for you guys. Ooh. A lot of information about your house. A lot of which you might be learning for the first time, right? Mm. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> we aim to educate here. I, I've already learned so much. Yeah, and as Ravenclaws, we are always learning, so mm-hmm. we're ready for you. Absolutely. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm outnumbered <laughs> this time. Woo. Okay. All right, well, we're going to start with your founder. Your founder is Rowena Ravenclaw. She was a pureblood, and she was extremely good friends with Helga Hufflepuff, who is one of the other founders of Hogwarts. And she is the one who actually came up with the name and the location for Hogwarts after she, quote, said she claimed she had a dream that a warty hog led her to a castle on a cliffside. Which is very interesting. Wow. <laughs> dream to have. Go her, I guess. Yeah. You know? I think it's a very funny way that J.K. Rowling was like, oh, how do I explain why I called it Hogwarts? Okay, sure, she had a dream about a warty hog. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and she's also the one who had the idea to have the changing floor plan, switching staircases, stuff like that. So fuck her for that one, because I know that if I went to Hogwarts, I would hate that. But also, it's convenient, because if you have doors on each side of the walls, imagine how many staircases you would have to have to, like, get to every single one of those doors. So, like, if you, if it moves, then eventually you get to every door. You don't have to have as many. Yeah, but if I'm running late to transfiguration class and then the staircases decide to move while I'm on them and then, bam, now I'm on the opposite side of the castle, McGonagall's gonna kill me. Why are you running late? Fair point. I don't know. I was fucking doing some shit. (laughs) Don't ask me questions. You wanna know. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Um... She also had a diadem that was said to grant the wearer an enhanced wisdom, which is very on brand for her, Mm -hmm. I think. And she died from a broken heart, supposedly, after her daughter Helena Ravenclaw abandoned her, Mm. which is really sad. Yeah, just for for funsies, do you know what a diadem is? It's a very good question. Mm -mm. Take a guess. I don't even know, like, what to (laughs) guess, like, in the realm of, like, I have no idea. It's something you can... (laughs) Something like, you wear. It's something you wear if that helps. Okay, um, that helps. Um, is it the little, the pants you wear? <laughs> yeah. Really? All right. No, no. it's oh. a tiara. <laughs> it's like a little tiara. Okay. And she has this like little dangly down thing. Oh, okay. So now we know for a fact that um, Deathly Hollows is not one of the movies you've watched because yeah. it's in that movie. Yeah. yeah. We're slowly, we're slow, slowly narrowing it down for you. Yeah. yeah. Figuring out some mysteries. Um, so as for the house itself, your colors are blue and bronze, and your animal is an eagle, because eagles are a symbol of broader vision and strength of mind and heart. So good for you guys. It's mm-hmm. a pretty mm-hmm. sick-ass thing. Your head of house is Phileas Flitwick, who is the Charms Professor at Hogwarts. Uh, it's unsure when exactly he started teaching, but we know for a fact that he was there when the Marauders started, which is, so 1971 at the latest is when he started. Jeez. Uh, your ghost is the Grey Lady, who is Helena Ravenclaw. She went to Hogwarts and was in Ravenclaw during the Founder's time. And during her time at Hogwarts, she stole her mother's diadem, which is a... The tiara. Tiara, congrats. Um, and she ran away. Uh, her mother, Rowena, sent the Bloody Baron, who is the Slytherin ghost, which we talked about in our Slytherin episode, to go, like, find her and return her to her mother, but she refused to go, and since he got so angry in a blind range, he stabbed her, killed her, and then felt so guilty about it that he then stabbed and killed himself. Wow. 
<laughs> turns into a true crime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, your element is air, mm-hmm. which is something that like, at first I was like, hmm, that's weird. But the mm-hmm. more that I thought about it, I think it makes sense because you guys, I mean, just your common room is like up in the tower, right? So it's like airy up there. And I feel like when with air, you have to like, you know, be calm, breathe so you can like like relax and I feel like when you're really smart you gotta like you know be relaxed and think of all your possible options what you're gonna do so I think it tracks for you guys yeah if you also want to like do a little crossover have you watched Avatar The Last Airbender Mm-mm. no okay well I feel like because the water the, the water tribe the air tribe or the air nomads are um, monks so they're all like all about wisdom and living with the earth and intelligence and whatnot so yeah that's a really good point actually I feel like it that. crosses over are we talking like horoscope type air that too or no we can. It does it like, kind of, because you are, how are you saying with like Avatar kind of like crosses over kind of like yeah in that aspect. Of are you no? an air sign? No, I'm a water sign. I'm an earth sign. I'm an air sign. I see that. I'm a Gemini. I'm mm. an air sign. But I, I mean, Ravenclaw is my secondary house, so maybe there is a connection there. I don't right, know. Right. I don't know like anything about zodiac, so I really couldn't tell you. Real. I wish I could like give you a good like yeah. Big rundown, but I also don't know, I know too much. Very little. All right. As for the meaning of the word Ravenclaw, I couldn't find anything, uh, which I was very disappointed in because I was able to find some info about Slytherin and Gryffindor, which I thought was very fun, cool, quirky, and fresh, but I legitimately could not find anything about Ravenclaw, but I think that is probably just because objectively Ravenclaw is just the most, like, clear, like a raven's claw, like, so I feel like that's, there's not too much to dig into. Yeah, but our, you know, animal's not a raven, so it's just, like... Yeah, exactly. Further the paradox. Which we'll get into. I have some stuff about that. Um, the characteristics of your house are wit, learning, wisdom. Again, synonyms. Uh, acceptance, intelligence, creativity, originality, being logical, being rational, and being academically motivated. I like that. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I think tracks for both of you. You both have... Some majors that I just would not touch with a 10 foot pole. So <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that matches you guys a lot. Uh, which one out of all the ones that I listed, I can show you. Which one do you think matches you the most? Loki, the academically motivated. Maybe that's toxic, but like <laughs> I am very academically motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Madison? Ooh. See, I feel like I'm also. I'd, I'd say either academically mo- motivated or maybe rational. Like, I always try to... You are very rational. Rationalize everything. Like, how can we work through something in the most, like, obvious, efficient, re- yeah, efficient yeah. way, whatever. But I also academically motivated, yeah. which I would agree is a little toxic. <laughs> Not really good for us, but, like... But, like... I don't know. Academic yeah. validation. It is what it is. It is what it is, you know? Yeah. Well, I agree. Uh, some of your notable characters, which I don't think you're going to know who some of these are, but we'll turn into a fun <laughs> little game. Um, Luna Lovegood. I've heard of her. Okay. I don't know who she is. Oh, okay. wait. No, I'm not going to say it because okay. I just, I, yeah. Anyways, continue. Okay. Cho Chang. No. No. Anthony Goldstein. Mm-mm. Michael Corner. <laughs> Roger Davies. No. Gilderoy Lockhart. Mm-mm. Sybil Trelawney. Mm-mm. Moaning Myrtle. Oh, I do know her. Okay. I do know her, yeah. Trelawney is the professor who does divination. So, like, all the crystal balls and everything. Is that ringing a bell? No? No bells okay, are ringing. Okay, so I'm going to guess that he hasn't seen Prisoner of Azkaban either. either. Yeah. Gilderoy the Lockhart only... was the data professor in their second year with the Basilisk. And that's Defense Against the Dark Arts. Mm. True, sorry. Also no? Fair. Mm-mm. No. Cool. Do you remember so the Basilisk at all? 
The big snake? I, I don't even know what you're... Oh, yes, 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 The yes, giant yes. snake, yeah. Yeah, that's in, like, the earlier movies. Right? Yeah, the yes. second movie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which one's... Okay, the only one I, like, actually really remember watching, like, all the way through is Goblet of Fire. Is that the third or the fourth? That's the fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna watch one all the way through, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, I, I like, like Goblet of Fire. Barbara like Patterson's it. in it. I feel like that's enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got Cedric Diggory. You got... You got Voldemort. You got a little sprinkle of everything. in that movie. Don't even... I can't even lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, ta- we're, about, we're talking about Cedric, right? Oh, no, I was thinking Pattinson. Voldemort. Okay, okay, yeah. so we were talking about Voldemort. I thought maybe that I was like, oh, it's bad you timing. did, that was a bomb-ass Honestly, plan. both of them ate in that movie. I can't lie. Until yeah, Cedric died. ate shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a really sad part. Well, just a little fun facts for you. Luna's the blonde with the cuckoo mm-hmm. glasses and stuff. Cho is the one that Harry has a crush on. Anthony Goldstein mm. is the only Jewish character in the entirety of the Harry Potter series, which is problematic in and of itself, but he does exist. Michael Corner dated Ginny, and Roger Davies was the Ravenclaw Quidditch captain. Okay. So just little fun facts for you about right. these characters. Um, onto your common room. You guys are in Ravenclaw Tower, which is higher up than the Gryffindor Tower. Madison was very proud about that. I like that. Number so. one, baby. <laughs> I like that a lot. It's beautiful. If you ever look, well, if you ever look at like drawings and stuff, because it's not shown in the movies. There's no like canonical. It's only like Gryffindor, right? That's shown right. in the movies. Yeah, we see the Slytherin one for a little bit in Chamber of Secrets, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, if you, you have to look at drawings and stuff, it's so cool. Mm. Yeah, it is really pretty. I'll describe it to you. Um, so. You need to climb a tight spiral staircase to get up to it. And once you enter, it is a wide circular room with large arched windows letting in a lot of sunlight. I like that. It is decorated from floor to ceiling with blue and bronze silk. And there is a white statue of Rowena Ravenclaw in the center of the common room. Mm. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And in order to get into the common room, you have to answer a different riddle from a bronze eagle head knocker every time that you wanted to get in, which seemed to be kind of dumb because anyone who was smart enough could just answer the riddle and get in. However, Hermione did state in her first year that when she was trying to figure out the complicated riddle beneath the trapdoor, um, that most wizards and witches did not really have much sense of logic, basically literally calling them dumb, um, which is probably something that Rowena Ravenclaw noticed and then decided that using a clever riddle instead of passwords would actually be safer than just a word. Because mm-hmm. words are also kind of dumb because if I just tell you the password is this, you can just go say it and get in. So yeah. mm-hmm. realistically, yeah, they all kind of have their faults, but... Surprised they didn't have like some facial recognition or something. Honestly, like... right? I feel like advanced. they should be advanced instead of like a spell or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe, like, they, witches and wizards aren't logical because they just have magic? They can just be like, oh, I don't have to think too hard. I'm like, oh, here, wash the dishes. Yeah, like, Here, do this. Sure. Fix this problem for mm. me. Magic. Yeah, I think so, 100%. I also um, am glad I'm not a Ravenclaw because realistically I would be sleeping out in the hallway at least two <laughs> times a week. I don't think I would be able to answer every single riddle every time I want to get in. I just wouldn't leave the common room. <laughs> like, can I phone a friend? Can I phone a friend? <laughs> that is something that you can do, actually, if... Um, like, if you are stuck on an answer, because it's, like, one riddle every time it's going to open the door. So if there's five of you who come up at the same time, then all mm. five. As long as one person in the group gets it, then it'll open and all of you can get in. Okay. So, so you we'll go in the door every time yeah, together. I like that. Right? That's and then a good idea. A bunny system in the Ravenclaw Tower. <laughs> that way, in case one of our brains decides to stop working, there's still a backup. Right. Yeah. Imagine coming like home that. from the library after studying oh for, like, gosh. your owls for four hours, and you get to the door, and the riddle's, like... Blah, 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 and you're like, bro, fuck off, just let me in. <laughs> okay. On to your reputation. Uh, Ravenclaw is known for being the quote-unquote smart house. 
um, because many Ravenclaws tended to be academically motivated and extremely talented students. Uh, but not every member was smart in the traditional, like, I know a lot sense. A lot of them were smart in, they were very original and creative with their solutions to problems, which is something that we can see kind of in Luna. People make fun of her a lot for, like, being kooky and stuff, but she actually is really intelligent and knowledgeable in things that maybe not are not common, you know, with other wizards. Uh, Ravenclaws also pride themselves on being original in their ideas and methods. Um, it was not unusual to find Ravenclaw students practicing different types of magic that other houses might shun. Which, reading that, immediately made me think of the dark arts for some reason. Does that not sound like different types of magic that other houses might shun? Yeah, I guess, but also if the dark arts are normally associated with, like, the Slytherin house, then I don't know, know why it would be associated with Ravenclaw. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it would be associated, but it's saying that, like, you know, Ravenclaw students did practice many different types of magic that other houses might shun, which, again, is something that I thought worked, because normally when you put the houses in a matrix, mm -hmm. it's Slytherin, Ravenclaw, and then Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, so I was like, that kind of makes sense. I'd say morbid curiosity. Mm. That, too. Mm. Can I do the dark arts? Maybe. Let's find out. I'll Why try. Not? I'm good at everything else. <laughs> uh, Ravenclaws were also known to be inclined to dismiss certain social expectations to satisfy their intellectual curiosity. Interesting. And due to that, Ravenclaws tended to be curious about the world and paid attention to the world around them with like exact detail. They were known to be very logical and rational. And many Ravenclaw students tended to have special abilities regarding memory, which can be seen in Gilderoy Lockhart, who was really good at memory charms. And then, um, oh, I don't remember who it was. It was another character who was just really good at remembering things. I don't remember who it is at this point, but... I'm glad it relates to memory charms, because I have terrible memory. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember anything. Me either. I feel like I'm just shoving too much, like, from school in my head that I don't have space for my anything life. Anything else. Mm -hmm. No, that's so fair. I mm -hmm. completely agree. Yeah. Me too, but I'm not a Ravenclaw, so it doesn't <laughs> apply to me. I just wanted to be a part of it, guys. I wanted to fit in. <laughs> um, so apparently, this one was really fun for me, and I want to know what you guys think. Um... Ravenclaw students were extremely competitive to the point where they would purposefully sabotage each other to ensure that they personally received the highest marks. Word. <laughs> Thoughts on that? I... Would you um, ever do that? Sabotage? What level of sabotage? Yeah, are what, are we, what are we talking? Okay, I'm gonna take that as a yes, because you... No, no, because I wouldn't go, like, out of my way. Like, if it's a project, I wouldn't go out of my way to destroy and or interfere with their project, would I withhold information that I think would be beneficial to me and would therefore put them on the same level as me? Maybe. I would consider it. Mm. Okay. See, I feel like I wouldn't... I don't know. I feel like maybe I would do something like that, but, like, this is, like, so toxic and, like, just be ready for this. Because, <laughs> this like, I'm just gonna, like, air this out on this podcast here. But, like, I think, like, even, like, in my academics or something of, like, it's so bad to say, but, like, low-key, I thrive on, like, knowing that it did better than somebody else. And, like, I don't think I would maybe sabotage somebody to, like, make that the outcome. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like that you wouldn't goes be mad about along it. those same lines. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't go out of your way to sabotage them, but you might yeah. not go out of your way to help them. Exactly. Is what I'm trying yes. to say. Yes. I like that. I like that. If you consider that sabotage, then that's your own deal. But, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to hurt them. That's so real. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Um, on the other hand, even so, not all Ravenclaws were motivated by academic prowess. Um, some Ravenclaws, such as Gilderoy Lockhart and Cho Chang, just wanted to use the good name and renown of their house, as well as the inherent expectations of certain academic prowess that came from being in this house to their advantage. So Gilderoy obviously used the proud of Ravenclaw, like, oh, this is the smart house, he's clearly a genius, to get people to believe that he truly did all of this stuff. Um, and this kind of proves the fact that, you know, just because you're a good student does not necessarily mean that you're a good witch or wizard which I think is something, as a Slytherin, that I think is very important. I think just because you're in a specific house does not necessarily mean that you are a specific type of witch or wizard. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this might be bitchy, but I'm glad that there are some negatives Ravenclaws. Because <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm glad that there are good Slytherins, because there are, you know? Like, it's very nuanced, I think, like mm. the house sorting system. Um, but within the house, though, they are very well known for being welcoming and encouraging of any creativity and individuality that anybody in their house might accept. Um, and as for Ravenclaw's relationship with the other houses, they didn't appear to have any rivalries except when it came to Quidditch. They were very competitive in Quidditch. Um, and Harry Potter even stated that he believed that Ravenclaw's tended to side with Gryffindor in its rivalry against Slytherin, just like Hufflepuffs. Um, but in... Goblet of Fire, the fourth book, when the Triwizard Tournament happened, the Ravenclaws did kind of turn on Gryffindor and they supported Cedric instead because many Ravenclaws believed that Harry did cheat his way into the system mm. um, and they supported Cedric as the, quote, true Hogwarts champion. Uh, but many Ravenclaws did join Dumbledore's army and many of them fought in the Battle of Hogwarts along with their fellow students. Nice. Going back to, like, the whole, like, seeing that Harry Potter cheated his way, like, I feel like I would so be like, yeah, he, like, fully cheated. I... Listen, would, I'm right here too. Like if, if we were in that position, I'd be like, dude, who is this kid? Again, and what, is he cheating his way into this? And mm. they're going to let him compete? That's BS. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would agree. Fully be the exact same way. Yeah, I would have supported Cedric there and there. This is when our inner toxicity comes from. <laughs> I wouldn't call it toxicity. I would call it spice flavor, maybe. <laughs> A little flavor. Whatever you have to tell yourself, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night. Um, some final fun facts for you guys about Ravenclaw is that Minerva McGonagall was actually a hat star because the Sorting Hat thought she was equally fit for Ravenclaw and Gryffindor, um, but eventually chose to put her in Gryffindor. Hermione was also considered for Ravenclaw due to how smart she was, but the hat, again, decided on Gryffindor. And Phileas Flitwick was in the exact same situation um, between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor, but in his case, the hat did choose Ravenclaw. Interesting. Mm. It makes sense to me that... Minerva would be a hat stall because yeah. she does give Ravenclaw vibes as well. Yeah, I fully, I agree with that too. But I do think Gryffindor, where she ended up, I was like, I would have put her there too. Yeah. But I would give Ravenclaw her secondary house for sure. Mm -hmm. I could definitely see her there. Um, Isolt Sayer, who was the founder of Ilvermorny School of Witchcraft and Wizardry in the United States, wanted to be a Ravenclaw when she was a child, but of course she never got to attend Hogwarts. So instead she chose to honor Ravenclaw and use blue, their house color of blue, as the inspiration for the Ilvermorny school uniform. And just, I don't know, just a random, other random fun fact, the other color of the uniform is raspberry because her husband really liked raspberry pie, which I just think is funny. That, that's why? Yeah, that's why. All right. <laughs> I like it. Whatever you gotta do. Um, in the books, Ravenclaw's colors are blue and, blue and bronze. However, in Gross. the films, they were changed to blue and silver. Better. And likewise, their, their symbol is an eagle in the books, but in the movies, it was changed to a raven, which is something that has stuck 
with all the merch that Universal puts out, it's a raven and it's blue and silver and everything sticks. Mm. Yeah. I appreciate the silver because I feel like no matter what you do for bronze, it looks ugly. Fair enough. It just looks brown and I don't like it. I am a little upset about the eagle raven thing just because that means like my robe has a raven on it and all the, all my stuff has the raven on it but like technically it's an eagle. I feel like a color is a little bit more manipulative. You can be like, oh. Gaslight people yeah. into being like, it was always silver. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it was always silver. What do you mean? Which it should be. I mean, I understand why they did, because, you know, Gryffindor has the red and gold, Slytherin has green and silver, and then you guys have the blue and bronze. So it's like you get all three of the things on there to, like, make sure no two house has, like, the exact same colors. So, like, I get it, but I do agree the silver does look a little better. Yeah, they just don't look good together. Mm. Bronze and the blue, just, mm, no. Agreed. Yeah. And then a last little fun fact for you guys. um, Some famous Ravenclaws within the universe include the inventor of flu powder, which is fun. Ooh. Um, several minister for magics, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Ollivander, the wand maker, was also a Ravenclaw. Uh, Quirrell, who was the Defense Against the Dark House professor in the first book and had Voldemort on the back of his head, mm-hmm, ring bells. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, he was also a Ravenclaw. And then our character of the episode, Padma Patil, um, is a Ravenclaw, but in the movies, they just made her a Gryffindor with her sister and just had them do everything together, which I make any sense. I didn't like. So it's like I like that you know the twins were in two different houses because you know not every twin identical twin is exactly the same. So it's like it, I like that it showed like that they're a little different and stuff. Took one, just took away another Ravenclaw for no reason. Honestly, no representation. Not at all. But there are your fun facts about your house. Wow. How much of that did you already know? Um, very little. Very little, like 20% say. maybe? Yeah, maybe. Let's go with 20. Okay. I like that. I feel like that's very generous. <laughs> okay, 15. I'm kidding. Humble. Keep it humble. I like it, Ryan. Uh, Alright, now we have a game for you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Which, I think this game's gonna be interesting, because I don't know how much... It's Fuck, Mary Kill, or Shag, Mary Kill, because... Mm. British people. Right. Um, and I don't know how much you know about these characters or even what they look like or anything, so mm-hmm. it should be interesting to see how you defend your answers. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, so for your first one, we're doing a uh, Ravenclaw professor round. So Quirrell, Baltimore back of head guy. Okay. Gilderoy Lockhart in Chamber of Secrets. He's blonde, blue-eyed. He's supposed to be very attractive. Like, he's stated to be very attractive, if that helps. Mm-hmm. But he steals other people's... Um, accomplishments and sells them as his own yeah he's a piece of shit but he's hot mm-hmm. and then flitwick who is i think he's half goblin right yes and mm. yeah so he's he, half goblin he just charms he just charms okay he's very short he'll probably they be give Chinese. him you know after they redesign him they give him this nice little coconut head like bowl cut oh wow around these like round glasses and like a nice little like mustache going mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay Painting an image for you. So you yeah, no, I'm, I've got it. Yeah, it's internalize in that. Yeah. It's in here. Yeah. Okay. So based on that information, shag, marry, kill. Um, okay, so I'm sorry to the goblin guy, but he's got to go. So death to him. Okay. Um, death. Let's see. Honestly, um, what was the first one again? Quarrel, Baltimore, back ahead. Oh, 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 wow, wait. <laughs> I realize... Ah, uh, this is difficult. Can I retake? Can I take back my answer? Yes, you can restart. Go okay, ahead. I'm gonna kill that guy. Okay. Um, you know, I feel like 
I could marry the goblin guy. Okay. You know, like, you can always have, like, distance, like, relationships and stuff, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I'm going to shag the other guy. The hot you one? Know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Madison? I'm glad you changed yours around. We're matching. I'm oh, shagging. Nice. I'm shagging Gilderoy because one and done, he's got a pretty face and I don't have to deal with his personality. I'm going to marry Flitwick because um, he's, you know, smart. He seems kind, caring, and we can be domestic life partners. We don't have to mm-hmm. like, be romantic. And I'm killing Coral for obvious reasons because I'm assuming that the he- Voldemort's going to be on the back of his head. So yeah, I don't, I don't like think that. I want to be anywhere near that. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. See, this is interesting because I was not assuming that Voldemort would be the minute package deal with Quirrell. I thought we were just assuming this was normal Quirrell pre Voldemort. Oh. So that's why, keeping that in mind, that's what I had in my head when I created this list. Okay. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna kill Flitwick. Okay. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I couldn't shag him. It just wouldn't work, like logistically. It just wouldn't work. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. He's just very old. So I just like, I don't feel like we would have anything to talk about. Um, being married, so that's why I was gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna marry Gilderoy because a he's hot, b he's rich, and c I feel like I could fix him. Um, nice. And and then <laughs> I was gonna shag Quirrell because a is the only option left. B I thought this was pre Voldemort, so no Voldemort had just normal Quirrell. And again, it was like a one and done thing. Like okay, whatever happens, move on. So that was my answer. Okay. But if we are going to do, yes, Voldemort is there, then I'll agree with y'all. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think that. So that's okay. why I had a different that's answer. Fair. Respectful. Okay. Respectful. I'm just going to glaze over the whole I can fix Gilderoy Lockhart. I feel like I could. Or if anything, I can just make him worse. But like, I feel like I could I fix it. Interesting. Wow. That's really nice. All right. I sure. Like kind and endearing. I like that. All right. Your next one is Ravenclaw Girl Trio. Uh, Luna Lovegood. Mm-hmm. Blonde. A little eccentric. Um, Cho Chang. She is has black hair. She was a Quidditch player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she was a seeker. She was a seeker. And then Marietta Edgecombe, brown curly hair. She ratted out Dumbledore's army to Umbridge and told her what was going on. Mm-hmm. So she's a snitch. She's a snitch. Well, first of all, I don't like snitches, so she's dead. Okay. <laughs> Um, sorry, you didn't even finish, and I'm just like... No, it's about all I got for you. We don't have much anymore. She's Cho's best friend. I don't know if that means anything to you. Um, honestly, I'm gonna marry... I'm gonna marry the kooky, crazy, weird girl. Luna? I don't know. I just, like, I love weird people. They're just, like, really sweet to me, and I just, like, really love them. Fair. And then I guess I'm gonna shag the... Cho. Yeah. Okay. I like her. Okay. I like that. I'm marrying Luna because I think our intelligences are, like, different, and they would, therefore, like coexist very well and I love her like I just think that she's such a pure soul and that we would take care of each other um I will begrudgingly I guess shag Cho um just because well I guess in the book she's not as bad but in the movies her her personality is kind of like gives me the ick like a wet blanket type of deal Mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna kill you know the snitch because snitches get stitches right okay I like that. Interesting. Alright, my turn. I'm nervous. Uh-oh. Um, I'm gonna kill Cho. Nice. Because I just... I can't stand her enough to, like, to marry her. I can't even stand her enough to shack her. I just... I can't do it. I respect that. She's a crier, which I get it. Her boyfriend died. It's rough, but, like, bro, I just... They need therapists at Hogwarts is all I'm gonna say. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna kill Cho. Um, I'm going to... I'm scared. <laughs> I feel like I can tell where this is gonna go. I feel Very like similarly to last round. Well, now I'm even more nervous to say my answer. Don't be nervy. Okay. 
Um, I'm just gonna shag Luna because she's, you know, she's a sweetheart. She's weird. She's quirky. I, I just know. I love her to death. She's a sweetheart. I do not have the patience to be married to her. I just, I, our pers- I'm the opposite. Our personalities would clash. We would not be able to do it. So I'm just gonna shag her. Mm. And Mar- I'm gonna marry Marietta because A, I mean, she sounds pretty. We never really see her, but like, she sounds pretty. Um, B, I understand that she's a snitch, but her mom was being threatened so she did what she had to do to protect her mom, which as a Slytherin, I get that. So mm. I forgive her for that. It was a shitty thing to do, but like if my mom was being threatened and she had a position of power and all that stuff, I would do whatever it took to save my mom too. So I get it. I'll respect that. I'll respect mm. it. Fair okay. enough. So okay. that's my answer. All right. All right. Last one. This, we always have one round that's like a little insane. This is the insane one. I'm excited. Um, the Grey Lady which is Ravenclaw's ghost, if you remember. The one who okay. was, like, tracked down by, you know, the Bloody Baron, and then he killed her, and then he killed oh, himself. Oh, Stabby, okay, stabby. Okay. Yeah. Um, Moaning Myrtle. Oh, wow. Who is another ghost. Right. She's the one who cries in the bathroom right. and was killed by the basilisk. And then Sybil Trelawney, who is the kooky divination teacher with the crystal balls, palm readings, tarot cards, shit like that. Mm. I think I'm going to marry her. Okay, valid. Um... Huh, wow. I don't know. Okay, this is difficult. I think I'm definitely going to marry her, though. I like, I don't know, I think it would be interesting, fun little, like, mm-hmm. life to live together. Yeah. Um, uh, interesting. You got two ghosts left, so. This is the difficult part, because, like, Myrtle, like, I feel like she would get so annoying after a minute. So, I think, honestly, the first girl, she's got an interesting story, I'm gonna, so I'm going to shag her, and I'm probably going to kill her. Myrtle. Myrtle. Valid. Sorry, Myrtle. Love you still. Alright. I'm marrying the Grey Lady. Um, because Ravenclaw, I feel like we're gonna mesh well. Um, she was murdered by her lover, but I feel like not really her fault, you know what I mean? So, there's no, like, crazy, too much, there's not too much craziness there that I'm gonna worry about. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, marrying her. I'm gonna shag Trelawney, simply because I could not stand to be near Myrtle that long, and I'm killing her again. So, yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I actually agree with you. Um, I'm going to marry the Grey Lady, just because she seems nice. Um, you know, she has mommy issues, so we can bond over that. Um, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and, you know, you know, she's a ghost, but, like, I don't know, I feel like we could also, I feel like I could convince her to help me play some pranks on my friends, which I think would be fun. Mm. Um, I'm going to shag Trelawney solely because she's the only human. So physically, if we're thinking logically, like physically, she's the only one I could possibly shag. Um, and I'm killing Myrtle like... because she's annoying and I can't stand her. Yeah. Yeah. I like see myself in Myrtle sometimes though. Like I could see myself Don't crying in the bathroom. Don't ever admit to that out loud again. <laughs> I can like see myself crying in the bathroom. <laughs> like I just feel like I would do that. Maybe not as like annoying, but like I could see myself doing that. Let's, you know what? That's fair. I guess you just be my life path. You know, yeah. crying in bathrooms. <laughs> That's like my claim to fame. Haunting my old school. I like that. Okay, perfect. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed that too. So our last thing that we wanted you to do was I want you to like put your your mind right in the headspace of, let's say, John Green. Mm-hmm. And I want you to give us a crash course on what happens or what you know happens in the Harry Potter series. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, this is fun. Starting, we from, originally... starting from the beginning. Yeah. When his parents die. Okay. We were originally going to have you do trivia. 
but you said you know nothing about Harry Potter, so we're like, this will be more fun, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So am I like, like Harry Potter's life or like the books? The like books, the, just the plot. The, the plot. plot. The plot. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you a minute to think about it, and then okay. we'll go. <clears throat> I don't think I need a minute. Okay. I just like I can I'm just gonna make it up as I go, I think. Okay. So um I do know that at the beginning, um it's not like immediately revealed mm-hmm. that like Harry Potter's parents were killed. But he's like living under this little little staircase. Mm-hmm. Um and then like his family's like really rude and he's like and then he like talks to a little snake, I think, in a window. And then he um, was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then he keeps getting these letters. Sorry, I'm going into a lot of detail here. Yeah, you're doing great. (laughs) It's a lot of detail, but I like it. um, And then I think, like, I just remember a a scene from, like, the movies or whatever. Like, letters just start flying in from everywhere, and it, like, scares the parents, and I I like that part. Um, And then I think um, Hagrid shows up at some point with, like, a cake. And he's like, happy yeah. birthday or something like that. But it's spelled like, birth, D-A-E. And I, I really like that. This is impressive, these little details you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to go really far down. I'm so excited. Just, like, be ready for this. Um, so then I know he like, he like, goes to the little platform thing. Nine and three quarters. Yes. I do know that. Um, and he like, runs to the wall or whatever. And then he gets on the, pl- the train. Um, gets there. They, like, do the hat thing. He's, like, Gryffindor. And then... Yeah, okay, and then the next one... I think there's, like, a bank situation where they're, like... There's, like, these weird, like, train track things and they, like, go around and then they're, like... I think the the, the thing was empty, was it? Uh-huh, yes. Okay, okay. Um, so that caused some ruckus. And then... <sighs> so now to the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, yeah. Um, I like this one a lot. It's, um, they have, like, a bunch of different schools come, and mm-hmm. they, like, be doing these games, but it's, like, so serious. Like, people could die, and, like, yeah. that's crazy to me. But, like, honestly, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, and so then, um, basically the games happen or whatever. Harry Potter wasn't supposed to be in it, but he did anyways. And because, yeah. There's, anyways, and so then, um, Voldemort, they, I guess they just, like, teleport to this place or whatever. It's, like, a graveyard, I think. Mm -hmm. And then, like, all these people, freaking, what's his face, his dad shows up. Crazy, you know? You're talking about Lucius Malfoy? Yes. Okay. What's his face, his dad shows up. Draco's dad. And I'm like, what? Jump scare? That's a little (laughs) plot twist. I didn't know that was gonna happen. Um, maybe that... There was, there was like, more to that, like, m- earlier in the story, but, like, Maybe. I just don't know about it, because I... Because <laughs> you didn't see it. <laughs> so, he shows up. That was kind of a jump scare. Um, and then the guy dies. And then Voldemort... He, like, comes out of a pot. It's really weird. <laughs> and he, like... <laughs> he does, in fact, come out of a pot. He, like... And then, oh my gosh, at the beginning of the movie, the guy cuts his hand off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and then Dobby comes, and this isn't the same movie, by the way. This is is the next thing I know. Mm -hmm. Dobby, he's like a little house elf. Um, I think he may have been in the earlier movies, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I just only remember him when he dies, and that was really sad. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's about it. 
Like, that's as good as it's going to get, probably. Nice. Thank that you. was great. Um, do, do you, I have a quick question. Do you know how the last movie ends? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. Should, would you want to give me a brief synopsis? Or... I don't know if I want to spoil it. If you've gone this long in your life and you don't know how it ends, I feel like maybe you should. we should make him watch it. Yeah. yeah. I think we're just going to have to sit you down and just marathon that. We'll have a Honestly, movie night. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. We'll, wa- we'll not watch any of them. Just the very last one. <laughs> we're going straight to Deathly Allis Part 2. That's it. I like that. Yeah, you did a pretty good job, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. We missed a lot of plot, but the details were there. Right. The details of the two movies that you've seen, which are very obviously <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone and <laughs> Goblet of Fire, <laughs> those details were spot on. Really? Yes. Wait, didn't... I feel like I've seen... Ch- Chamber of Secrets is one, is it not? That's the second one with Basilisk. Is that the one with... That's not the one with the bank. No, no the, the bank first one's the, the bank. One. Okay, 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 okay. Gotcha. I like the mystery of the beginning of the episode. He's like, I've seen two, I don't know which ones. And now at the end, through context clues, <laughs> we, we figured, figured it out. out. <laughs> like true Ravenclaws that you guys are. Yeah. 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 And my honorary secondary house. Ravenclaw. It was a riddle <laughs> that we had to solve. <laughs> <laughs> now we can enter the common room. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Please. I'm proud of you. That was pretty good. Dobby Thank is you. in the second movie. And mm. he's in the uh, last movie. Which are two that you have not seen based on context clues, so I think it's really funny that you just know he's there and that he dies. You just yeah. I I've, I've seen like, like I, the thing is like my my like family they're like pretty into Harry Potter mm-hmm. and they've like seen all the movies and I've like I've like watched it in passing you know that's so like fair. there's like little details here and there that I remember. So you grew up in a Harry Potter family. Okay, I would. That's that's a very like. Generous term. Yeah, very generous. Like they would watch the movies. My dad read the books and he like liked it. And, like, he would, he, yeah, but, like, I wouldn't say, like, grew up in a okay. Harry Potter household. I would say, because, like, my family's not really a Harry Potter family. I'm the only one who's read them. And I'd say everyone in my family has seen each movie at least once. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, they've seen, like, Chamber of Secrets more, the first one more, because those are the earlier ones. But other than that, they don't know a whole lot about it. Mm-hmm. Lauren's learning because she listens to the podcast, yeah. but... Slay. Yeah, I also did not grow up in a Harry Potter family. My cousin is the one who read, well, his mom, like, my aunt bought him the books, and so he started reading them, and then he was like, oh, I started reading this new series, it's really cool, blah, blah, And I was in, like, third grade, so I was eight when I first read the books, and he's like, you should read it, and I was like, bet. So I started reading them, and then I literally fell in love with it. Like, the next year, after we had both read the series, we dressed up as Harry and Hermione for Halloween, that's what we went as, and I was so, yeah, I was, like, so into it as a kid, and then... It got cr- like millennials made it cringy to like Harry Potter, right. and so I suppressed that. I was like, "Ew, no, Harry Potter's for fucking losers and nerds." <laughs> and then <laughs> quarantine happened, and I fell back into my Harry Potter hole, and now I am proud of being a Harry Potter fan. Um, the J.K. Rowling stuff sucks because she's awful, but I think the fandom has grown past her. Yeah, and I'm into you know the characters. I'm invested in this like series, but absolutely nothing to do with her. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, damn, none of us really grew up in... I don't think I've actually met anyone who, like, grew up in a Harry Potter family. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone just kind of likes it, but, like, no one's, like... My kids are probably going to grow up in a Harry Potter family, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that was really fun. It's time to do jokes now. Yay. Big me, LOL. This is the worst part for me. I'm always so nervous. Yeah. Um, who won? I did. I won the joke poll, so I'll go first. Okay. <clears throat> So, so how is life as a Ravenclaw? Pretty Ravenclawsome. 
Wow. Oh. <laughs> I feel like you have the advantage for this episode because your book is literally all about Ravenclaw. Yeah, I had, I had some other other ones that I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> that oh. one eats. I like that one. <laughs> oh my god, thank you, Mary. Thank <laughs> of you. I'm really nervous. Okay, mine doesn't. I don't have anything else to do with Ravenclaw, so sorry, it's not on brand, but mm-hmm. mine's a Slytherin book. So, all right. Um, do you guys want to hear a story about the Dursley's house? Yes. Too bad it's privet. <laughs> so, Ryan, clearly I don't I think like you got I, I would laugh if I so understood, probably. They live in number four privet drive, is their address. And privet sounds like private. Uh-huh. So they can't talk about it because it's privet right. or private. Okay, I get that. Okay. Yeah. You may laugh now. Thank you. Girl, that was so funny. Girl, you ate. <laughs> you slayed with that one. Thank you. I did my best. I appreciate the support that you're giving me right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the episode. Yeah. Thanks for having fun. me. I really we enjoyed it. We loved having you. Uh, I'll cry. Literally right now. <laughs> Call me Myrtle. You know. Stop. <laughs> Um, that is all that we have for this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Next episode, we will be discussing the first part of the Goblet of Fire. Ooh. So make sure you tune in for that. Make sure you guys also follow us online. Our Twitter is at SlitherclawRev. Our Instagram is at SlitherclawReview. And if you guys have time, we would really appreciate you guys leaving a rating, a comment, or a review. And even just telling your friends and family if you enjoy this podcast. This helps us grow, and we appreciate it very much. Until next time.